0: Welcome back to another episode of Two Average Husbands. I am your host, Jake.
1: I'm your host, Kyle. Welcome back, everybody. Happy to be here with you for another episode of Two Average Husbands.
0: Kyle, what are you drinking this week?
1: I was going to like throw that line out there since it's usually my line, but then I was like, I just talk. I don't know if I'm comfortable with that, but I will just go first because that's the right thing to do now that it's gotten to this weird face.
0: It is the right so, thing to do.
1: I am starting off with New Holland Brewing Company's Dragon Milk, Bourbon Barreled Age Stout, it's which delicious. I am really excited for because it sounds delicious. I am concerned that it is eleven percent, but I'll deal with that.
0: It's it's theirs are some of the like the Dragon Milk Stouts are some of the best like readily available like oh like just or I should say broadly available stouts in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I am drinking. It is. Uh, a balmy 60 degrees outside here in illinois thought about turning the ac on earlier today when it was about 70 outside um so i'm drinking some summery beers today in in honor of that so i am drinking southern bris southern grist's brewings double vanilla pineapple dream sickle uh, which is a sour ale uh, with uh, lactose double the amount of vanilla and pineapple puree
1: there's so much going on there. I don't I, even know what to do with that. I
0: don't know what double the amount of vanilla means. I'm I'm happy with it because I love vanilla, but uh,
1: I'm just hoping it's not I've got chunky. a baking tip for the audience out there. If you use artificial vanilla in anything that you make, double it in all of your recipes because artificial vanilla is trash, and if it's not real vanilla, you need to make more or put more in there. So you learn? helpful hint for the day.
0: The vanilla extract is like 40% alcohol. Can you get drunk drinking vanilla extract? I don't know. What's the Never science really there? About it. I need somebody to, if somebody uh, is in the comments and can tell me the science behind that so I don't have to Google it, please do. Otherwise, I'll Google it. I don't care. Um,
1: but... Also, you just reminded me of something else that I need to talk about. Uh, you know what? I'll just use it as a topic for my for today if we have enough time. I'll talk about it later. or I'll save it for another
0: Perfect. Time. It's a nice color.
1: It is it's a nice color. It's
0: not what I was expecting it to look like. I figured it was going to look like a Leinenkugel, like a Shandy, just bright yellow.
1: I think I will just use that as my second topic. I like that now. Look at you just sparking ideas for me. That's
0: what I'm here for, man.
1: But I think I have to go first this week. Uh, you but do. before we do that, uh, I think it's worth mentioning um, a couple of NFL tidbits for the crowd out there just because even the NFL season's over, like big things just happened. Like, for example, Tom Brady just came out of retirement. Jake, tell us how you feel about that.
0: Color me the least bit shocked. Like, it was so clear that it was too early for him to retire like i get he wants to go out on top right who doesn't want to go out on top but the man just had arguably the best season he's had in in the past five or six years he got really really deep into the playoffs you know they were a playoff contender from the start of the season super bowl contender from the start of the season like there was no reason for him to not run it back and i think ultimately like I fully expected him to come back. That's why I held on to any Tom Brady shares that I did have in football uh, in fantasy football leagues, and even bought a couple shares here and there um, just because I, I was spending what like a, a back end of the a roster wide receiver who I'm not going to care if I have on them anyway, for the chance at Tom Brady coming back, I thought he'd come back closer to the season. I didn't think he'd come back this early, but
1: yeah, two months two months
0: i think he saw that like there's enough uncertainty in the league especially in his division that he's got another easy walk to the playoffs like you might as well give it one more try
1: yeah i'm really curious if like the you know the bucks front office was just talking to him like nonstop over the last two months like dude just give us one more season because they were scrambling a little bit too trying to fill that position and figuring out what exactly they were going to do there yeah um which is hilarious because we also should probably mention as an honorable mention in this conversation of what the fuck is going on with the Falcons.
0: <laughs> it's what <laughs> it's what the fuck's going on with the Falcons? It's what the fuck's going on with everything in that whole situation? It's just a cluster. Yeah.
1: Jesus, dude. And Russell Gage gets straight like they don't have anybody. They better hope they just like have a complete rebuild at this draft. I don't, I don't know. I don't even know what their picks look like, but it is not going to be good for Atlanta this year.
0: <laughs> they do have three picks in the uh, first or four picks in the first three rounds. They have a first uh, two seconds. Yeah. A first two seconds and a third, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. I think the third was a, a compensatory pick that they got. So they have a few picks and they can do something, but it's like, you have a lot of holes. Like your wide receiver one on your depth chart. Now is a guy who like was cut basically throughout this. Like he was a healthy scratch more often than he was active. Like, yeah, you, you don't have a deep roster at the position. You already had a lot of question marks. Cordero Patterson's a free agent. Like, you have Kyle Pitts. You have Matt Ryan. You have AJ Terrell, one of the the better cornerbacks in football. You have Jake Matthews, a pretty solid offensive tackle.
1: That's it. And dude, if we're if we're being honest, like Matt Ryan, dude, he's not Tom Brady. Like, he's still, dude's I I, getting just, old.
0: I still think Matt Ryan is good, and. It's going to be interesting to see with the Deshaun Watson situation where Atlanta is apparently a front runner right now, which makes, yeah. you know, he, he, it's a hometown team for him. Um, and I think if he want, like, he basically gets to choose where he wants to go. And Atlanta being in the sweepstakes tells me that they either want to move on from Matt Ryan or that they think they can get a decent enough return from Matt Ryan that it kind of offsets some of what they're going to give up for. Sure for watson for Sean, and I, yeah and i i think if we see carson wentz getting moved for like two two what was it two seconds and a third or something like that yeah um or a second and two thirds but the Which, third what did they just t- pay
1: for him it wasn't they didn't pay philly that well for they paid him they, a,
0: they gave him a first well it was a it was a second that was conditionally a first if wentz played more than 70 percent of the snaps yeah so they yep. gave up a first round pick for him um i don't remember what else was part of it but like you you just gave up a good amount for – a quarterback I don't think is bad. Everybody wants to knock Carson Wentz. I don't think he's – he's not going to win you games single-handedly, right? He's not a Lamar. He's not a Mahomes. He's not a Kyler. He's not – you know, he's not someone in that tier of quarterbacks. But, like, he's not losing you games. He's not – he's a top yeah. 12 quarterback by a lot of metrics.
1: I think we still have a lot of quarterback movement that's going to happen before the season starts. Everything's uh, going to so wait until
0: a... once Watson makes his decision, I think things are going to fall. But, yeah, there's like eight yeah. teams who could realistically replace their quarterback.
1: To... Yeah, and then, you know, you've already got talks of Baker moving. There's always talks about Kirk Cousins moving around. Like,
0: Well, they extended him,
1: at least. True, that's true. But either way, there's a lot of quarterbacks. Anyway, I don't want to waste too much time on this, but there's a lot going on out there right now. Like, and again, too, just as a quick honorable mention, like, if you don't know about Kyler Murray and the drama with the Arizona Cardinals right now, look it up. It's crazy. He's talking about going back to baseball. Things are getting weird.
0: He ain't going nowhere. (laughs) The rumor so I like, I've heard some rumors, and it's basically just like supposedly the Cardinals didn't pay out the coaches' playoff bonuses as, like, punishment for something, and Kyler was upset about it. Like, that's really what the drama is. Like, it's not as big of a deal, supposedly, as everybody made it seem off the start. I don't think he's going back to baseball. I think that's a joke. Like, he's a better football player than he is a baseball player. It would be funny. It would be hilarious. But he's a better football player than he is a baseball player. He's got a much better chance of having a a seven, eight-year NFL career after this point, Like like, seven or eight more years than he has of even, like, two or three years in the MLB. Like... Just from a financial yeah. stand- standpoint. Stay in the NFL, big dog. Trust me. Um, but, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of movement to still go on. There's been some cool signings so far. Jaguars have been throwing money around like it's their goddamn job. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of movement still to be done. And I think teams are going to look really, really different a month from now.
1: Yeah, I don't disagree with you. It'll be fun to watch. The season's like, it's so weird because it could be boring for a month and a half and all of a sudden it's just everybody's fucking moving oh, and yeah. it gets really exciting. But
0: I love it. All right,
1: we don't need to burn too much time here. I just wanted to throw out a couple honorable mentions there since we're NFL fans on this podcast too. Yes, That being are. said, I've got an easy one for you, but it merits some attention. All right. I had this conversation recently. It's a bit of a debate for some people, so for some people it's very obvious I don't know. What I'm here to ask you, Jake, beer bottle or tap? Or can, bottle, or tap. Sorry. (laughs) This is going to be so smooth. It's going to be perfect slide in.
0: I think this is going to be a hot take. I think draft beer is wildly overrated. Everybody acts like draft is the king. For me, it's bottles, and then cans, and then draft.
1: Okay. I think I have to disagree with you, obviously, on this, because I don't think that keg slash tap beer however you want to look at it is overrated i think that it depends on like uh especially if you're at a bar as opposed to like you know just a regular keg or whatever if you're at a bar and they have like their co2 fucked up it can make the flavor shitty but i think if it's right keg beer slash tap beer by far the best
0: but i think that variance has to bring bring down like the uh the rating a little bit like you, you i don't think i've ever had two tap beers that have tasted the same Like even if I'm having, if I am drinking out of the same keg, I don't think two beers taste the same. Whereas like if I I get two, if I grab two cans of Miller Lite right now, they are both going to taste like Miller Lite. Whereas if I'm at the bar and I get a a Miller Lite draft, if I get another Miller Lite draft, it's going to be different. It tastes different if it's a short or a tall. That's a hot take maybe. The different Mm -hmm. size it, it changes it.
1: That is a hot take. But I, I I disagree with you. I think maybe if you go from one bar to the next and you have the same beer, it might taste a little different because of the variance in the way that they have their settings. But I think at the same bar, I have the same nope. flavor coming out of the tap every single time I get a beer.
0: Nope. I, I disagree. Mean, you're wrong. You're
1: wrong. Yeah, probably.
0: But yeah, I don't know. I I like bottles. I've always been a fan of bottles. Cans are fine. There's nothing wrong with cans. But and, and I think that's where. My my draft gets the down rating is like I've had shitty tapped kegs before. I've had like shitty poured beers that are like just awful. But like with with a bottle, you get what you get. Unless somebody left it out in the sun, it's not gonna skunk. If
1: yeah. it's a
0: brown bottle, it's even less likely it's gonna skunk. And it's just like you you after you have the bottles, you you tape you duct tape them. You play beersby with it you got there's ways to to make the bottles fun again you used to shoot off bottle rockets like
1: but also recycling glass in tucson is a pain in the ass well i don't so... have that problem
0: <laughs> i don't have to deal with that like you do so well, i just throw it in it my recycling bin
1: it used to be like that for us and then like a year after we moved there it made, they made it so you had to take glass to a separate recycling center like on oh. your own
0: all right. So I now see we Patriot. just like, have these
1: baskets full of fucking glass forever until we were finally willing to drive one over there and take it back. But that's not to disparage on glass like from the beer-tasting perspective because I think shortly behind keg beer is definitely a bottle and a can is 100% the worst. Like I, I feel like most people won't disagree with that. But I definitely do think there is a disparity between people that think bottles or taps are better.
0: Yeah. I, I don't mind. What I like about cans is with a with when i have a bottle i never want to pour it into a glass but when i have a can i do and so as a result of that i can control my pour a little bit more because i learned how like how those who are like professionals in the beer world pour beer is very different to how you get a draft beer they pour very heavy and they pour it like you're supposed to pour like in the center of the glass hard to dissipate a lot of the bubbles so that you're not like super bloated and gassy especially when you're drinking a lot of beer and if you're drinking out of a tap the bartenders are going to do a bartender's pour which is correct when you're drinking out of a tap but like with a can like you can manipulate how you pour it based off of your preference if you like the super bubbly you can get that if that's not what you want you don't have to have that
1: yeah but you, i mean like you could make the same argument and say you could just get your own keg and pour it the way you want to pour it you know what i mean like yeah but i'm if not you, talking about pour styles here but if
0: you but the pour style changes how it tastes and how it drinks
1: yeah i suppose i mean i i don't i'm not 100 percent on board with that but i get what you're saying that being said with what uncle kyle just said i completely disagree with uncle kyle on that one i think can and bottle deposits are awesome because then they incentivize you to recycle you're not just doing it because you're gonna do it yeah. but also it's like a nice little surprise if you wait long enough there was a time in high school when my buddy had this party house and he had a basement just full of fucking cans it was disgusting but we That's finally cleaned probably it all up smells and we... so bad yeah it was fucking gross oh, but we gross. got them all fucking bagged up and we took them back and we got enough money to buy a keg so we bought a keg. Uh, yeah. It was a nice was, little surprise. I was going
0: to say, my grandparents live on the, or my grandma and my aunts, like all live right on the Illinois Iowa border. And they, that's what they do is they get all of the cans and then they drive into Iowa to. Yeah,
1: it's brilliant. I mean, it's super cheating the system, but brilliant. Oh, yeah.
0: If, if that's illegal, they don't do that. That was a joke. Cough, cough, cough. I don't, I don't, think, know it's about ele- I don't think it's
1: illegality. Pro- I don't know if there's a statute that says it's illegal per se, but I'm sure there's probably something that says don't fucking do this, please. <laughs> because I think they use that money for, uh, uh, I don't know, probably fucking schools or something. <laughs> ah, well. <laughs>
0: to be fair, they go into Iowa to buy groceries enough that its I think it's fair. It balances out.
1: That's fair. I can't speak on the COVID piece of that, Uncle Kyle. I have no idea what it's like now in COVID to recycle in Iowa. I can only speak about it from back in the day.
0: You hear that, Kyle? See on the screen right there. I'm getting compliments. You're not. Thanks, Boyd. Appreciate you.
1: Hey man, you like have a higher Twitter following than me. People come here just to tell you that you're awesome. And that's true. I don't know like we had,
0: we had Tony last <laughs> week. we got boyd this week. My friends ain't fucking around. They're out here. It's true. But yeah, um, I don't know now the more you're talking to me, the more i'm I'm wanting to get off of draft as number as number three.
1: Yeah, cans are trash dude. can't like okay, can is like a novelty item because they're easy and you can just take them with you. You could make wizard staffs. They're like portable for beer pong. Uh, there's a lot of good things about thank you very much. It's mustache march, so if you didn't know, you should be growing a mustache right now. But anyway, um, yes, cans are good, but they are taste they taste the worst. Appar- that being uh, said.
0: Apparently a lot of the deposits stop taking bottles.
1: Keg. Bottle can.
0: I I think if I I think my final answer is bottle. Draft, camp.
1: All right, I, I think
0: I think that's my final. I think I'm pretty comfortable with that. But I'm like you're a fool,
1: but that's that's okay.
0: I'm like I'm just thinking about all the times like we would go to Country Thunder, and then fucking Dane's dumbass to be the one tapping the keg, and then we get foam for four hours before we'd actually get beer. Like I just
1: operator error. That yeah, is not but that's what a I'm saying. Is, problem.
0: But. If I but like that keg has to be included in draft, in my opinion, and I have enough people who are shitty at tapping kegs that it's it's ruined my experience with some draft beers that that's why I put your a friends second. get a
1: keg, make them watch like a YouTube video on how not to fuck up a keg. I think we did because it's really not that hard.
0: Corona in a bottle with lime is unmatched per Boyd. It is very solid. I won't say it's unmatched. It's not my favorite like Mexican beer.
1: Corona in a bottle with lime is delicious.
0: It is delicious. A little salt in there, too, though. Magic check. I don't really
1: fuck with the salt, um, but I do like Corona in a bottle with lime. But you have to put the lime in and then turn it upside down so the lime flavor gets all the way to the bottom yes. of the bottle and then put it back over. Yes. And then you spray a little bit of, like, you know, limey fucking mist into your friend's face.
0: <laughs> Jess always makes me do it because my finger, like, can plug the hole all the way. Hers can't. So she tries to do it and just, like, spills beer everywhere.
1: Yeah, but anyway, I disagree with you. That's okay. I just wanted your opinion. I know you're wrong. That's fine. We can move it, on from that.
0: It's fine. Boy talks the old upsy-downsy. I think that's, that's right. what I'm going to call old it. The I think I have to call it the old upsy-downsy now. Cause that's
1: you're like at the bar and somebody orders a Corona. It's like, hey man, you're gonna do the old upsy-downsy? They're gonna be like, what the fuck are you talking about?
0: <laughs> Uncle Kyle. So yeah, Uncle Kyle says add grenadine. I've seen that. I've seen people where you drink a little bit of it and then you add tequila to the bottle, either tequila or vodka, and then you put grenadine in it and it makes it like a like an orangish reddish like color.
1: That sounds awful.
0: I'm gonna we're gonna try it sometime.
1: Just adding, like, cherry syrup to a Mexican beer sounds disgusting to me. But I, maybe I just need to try it and trust your judge.
0: Now uh, I want to put grenadine in the Bud Light Next, though.
1: Bud Light Next is good. I am not sponsored by Bud Light Next, and I can tell you definitively that Bud Light Next is delicious.
0: But Anheuser-Busch, we want to be sponsored. We'll exclusively drink <laughs> your product from that from then on, on the podcast, Semi, semi-exclusively. Any episode for you pay while. us for. No free shout-outs. Depends on the
1: investment. <laughs> yeah,
0: no free shout-outs. It's a $10,000 plug right there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's a, that was a good topic to start on, and I think it'll be controversial to a lot of people because people get weirdly attached to the way that they drink beer.
1: Oh, 100%. People are very particular about the way they wanna do things. Like,
0: if I'm being 100% honest, I don't care. Like, I'm, if you, if I, order, if I go to your bar and I order a Coors Light bottle, and you go, don't have any bottles, I'll go, cool, what do you have? They're like, tap or, tap or can. I'm like, I'll take it on draft. Or whichever's uh, cheaper.
1: I do agree with you, but I just had this conversation with somebody recently because I've had a little bit of all three of those things recently, and I was like, man, fucking keg beer just tastes better. Just tastes better.
0: Yeah, Uncle Kyle anyway, says tequila okay. and Grenadine.
1: I will say, um, on that note, that if you ever get a blue moon, and you drop a shot of vanilla McGillicuddy's or vanilla liqueur or whatever into it Ooh. it tastes like an orange creamsicle and it's fucking delicious so if you haven't ever given that can a shot, we, give it a shot can
0: we do that for an episode like that just yeah I oh in. we'll do that and then we'll drink lunch boxes and we'll decide which one we think is better
1: well what I was gonna say actually well snake bites are delicious too by the way but that's just beer and beer it's not booze and beer I guess but anyway uh, I was gonna say too that you could just make me do the uh Malort that time, and you can be del- drinking delicious creamsicles, Ooh. and I can be sitting there drinking Malort. Uh, that I might still, be the I gotta, move. I gotta look while I'm out of town and see if I can find that shit around here.
0: I will look for you uh, as we discuss my topic, because I want your opinion on something as well.
1: Alright, rolling into Jake's top.
0: And this is... I don't think it's gonna be controversial. But it could be, because everything can be controversial. What's, what is your opinion on quote unquote, healthy versions of food. Do you think that it's okay to make like a less good tasting donut that has better like protein content, less fat? Like, do you think it's okay to like, like what's your opinion on like the healthier versions of food? And is it, do you, would you consider somebody to have a problem if they prefer the healthy, like if their brain is so flipped that they prefer the healthy version, quote unquote, to the unhealthy version?
1: The thing that pops in my mind right away is that um, Carly loves cauliflower crust pizza, which is obviously healthier uh, than you know your traditional pizza crust. Um, and I don't think it's weird that she prefers that. I think it actually tastes pretty dang good. And I don't have any like super negative opinion about it. So I don't think that I would judge somebody for wanting a healthier version of something. I think there are probably some foods out there where I'd be like, why are you... Why do you think that the healthier version is better? Like, for example, we got a protein cereal one time and it tasted like the worst fucking thing I've ever eaten in my life. It was so goddamn gross, I would never eat it again. So, if you told me that you preferred that over like a real good tasting cereal, I would call you a fucking cereal killer. You know, no pun intended, but intended completely.
0: Yes, there are some versions of things that taste really, really bad, but like, I see it on TikTok all the time. And maybe that's just the portion of TikTok that I'm on where I like some of these healthy recipes because I watch what I eat a little bit better than I used to, to say the least. Um, but um, like, I see people who make these versions of food, and, I, and then I see them in the comments and they're like, I actually prefer this. And it's like, as much as I love healthy alternatives, I don't think I would ever actually prefer it. Like the only quote unquote healthy alternative I prefer to anything is I very much prefer nut milk to cow's milk, like cashew milk, almond milk, coconut milk. Yeah. You yeah okay. I, I prefer all of that to like whole milk, skim milk. And, and the part of that is because I am lactose intolerant. So I just don't like the way it feels, but I actually legitimately just like the taste more, but I don't know if I, that's on like the same level well, some of them do have a
1: sweeter flavor. If you're, if you have a sweeter, you know, palate, yeah. I don't, I don't think that surprises me too much. Like, because almond milk, I, you know, even if you give the original, I think it still has a little bit sweeter taste than like the cow's milk. But, um, yeah, I don't blame you with that one. I think people that like eat um, protein pancakes or protein cookies or whatever, um, I think they're kind of animals. I think that tastes terrible, and you can't. I, for, for the most part, I would say sweets are kind of like the untouchable category. If you start mm-hmm. giving me like sugarless. Carbless, oatless, whatever the fuckless cookies and cakes and stuff. I'm gonna be like, you're nuts, dude. I understand why you're doing that for your own health, but you can't tell me that it honestly tastes better. I think you're out of your fucking mind. I don't even really like donuts, um, and I would definitely prefer a sugary ass donut to whatever the alternative is. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, I'm like, I keep seeing some of these recipes and wanting to try them, but I'm, I'm, like, I, I love donuts approach like a donut that's made out of like kodiak protein pancake mix which i do enjoy i still prefer regular pancakes like i feel like it would still be good and it's like a healthier way to snack but i don't know like there's like i i guess it's the part of like i couldn't my palate could never prefer that and and make and obviously everybody's palate's different but i don't think i could ever like have that be my choice
1: Uncle Kyle just threw down in the chat and I've actually heard that keto ice cream is really freaking good. Yeah. So I haven't tried it. I don't know, but I have heard that that's true. Uh, but for me, like I've tried Halo top and some other I, ice cream is like my fucking Kryptonite dude. Like I could eat ice cream every day of my life. Um, and so I've tried Halo top and a couple of the other healthy ones and they were disgusting to me. So I, I, I'm, that's not true. They weren't disgusting. They were edible. I didn't hate them. That being said, I would so much rather have real ice cream.
0: Halo Top is such, I hate a lot of like the healthy ice creams. That being said, vegan ice cream hits different. Vegan ice cream I is think, so uh,
1: good. Like gelato, which is supposedly a little bit healthier. I don't know if that's true or not. Is actually pretty good. Like, um, I, I do like, like gelato, but. I actually do like froyo too. Um, but no, I, I don't know. how I'd have to give the keto stuff a try, I haven't tried it. That being said, I... a Bud Light Next, which is carb free is 100% better than Bud Light. So, there is one alternative that I do <laughs> appreciate.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. Like the Halo Top ice cream bars are totally different than the ice cream
1: per Uncle Kyle.
0: I'll take your word for it. Honestly, I prefer the ice In cream. In terms bowl. of
1: what? Like the ice cream bars are better? Is that what you're saying?
0: Probably. I I generally think ice cream bars are better than like a bowl of ice cream.
1: That but, makes me cringe. I fucking hate that. I hate that for you.
0: I, well, I'm not a huge ice cream fan. We've gone, oh I feel like we've God, gone over, over the this. ice cream. We have, we have I sure. like ice cream, but it's never like my go-to dessert. But I digress. What? So what's your opinion on like, chew, like instead of having a burger, like having a turkey burger, or instead of like like using ground turkey in place of ground beef or ground chicken in, pra- in place of like, like, how, where do you stand on that kind of like
1: yeah because that's, cause that's a like question.
0: a li, that's like a little healthier choice that you can make yeah, without like really is. changing food that much but uh,
1: the one example that pops out immediately to me is i like actually prefer turkey bacon to regular bacon and i know that might be kind of a hot take but i have like i feel like the older i've gotten like the more like distressed my palate becomes when i try to eat fat And I think the quality of bacon has gone since like like way down since I was a kid. I can agree on that part. You don't get like super meaty bacon anymore. You get like seventy five percent fat, twenty five percent, you know, meat. And so now I look at that and it just kind of grosses me the fuck out. So I actually would prefer um, turkey bacon now uh, to regular bacon, which is a little weird. That being said, though, if it's going to be like a burger, will I eat a turkey burger? Sure. Would I eat the Impossible Whopper, which someone just mentioned in the chat? Yeah, I'd give it a shot. I haven't tried it yet. But nothing is gonna beat a real Asperger. For me.
0: I am fully with you there. And honestly, like if you get lean enough ground beef, you're you're like the macros of it really aren't that different. Like it's just yeah. people have such a negative connotation of red meat, which is in some ways valid. Like if you're buying the logs of ground beef from Walmart that are like seventy three protein, twenty six fat, like yeah, those aren't those aren't healthy for you. The, the fat content is is high enough that the calories like are favored that way. But like I see these recipes and and like people will, like you have to use turkey burger like or ground turkey for this. I'm like I'll just use 96/4 ground beef and it's just it's like yeah, it's a little fattier, but like it tastes better.
1: If I have ground turkey in like a uh, pasta, like if I did spaghetti with ground turkey, which I've done plenty of times in my life, and it's one of those things where it's more of like the texture than the true flavor because like you're you know there's so much sauce involved in that type of a dish anyway that you don't really taste beef so much as you do just the texture in there and you get the protein but uh i've never really had a problem doing that but if it's like i'm eating meat to eat meat then i do not want it to be turkey or chicken or whatever
0: yeah we did like a uh a turkey chili which actually was pretty good Uh, even my wife who loves chili she she was a fan of it um but again it, it, when you throw enough seasonings on anything it kind of tastes good and that's where i stand with like the impossible burger impossible whopper and, and like anything impossible replacement like being a meat eater you know it doesn't taste like meat but that's not to say it tastes bad it's not well, I think my they favorite i've
1: done a pretty good job of making it kind of taste like meat like i would i've had impossible meat before uh they have it at um, i think it's Kadoba. they have like an impossible meat for their tacos or whatever there. And I've tried that several times and it tastes really good to me. Um, So I I, I can't complain too much there. And it's funny that I'm even making this argument because I've, I've argued a few times in my recent days that I think I could be a vegetarian and be just fine um, because I really don't enjoy meat as much as I used to, so to speak. Um, But um, I, I don't know if that's hundred percent true because like I got back from a long work trip and I remember just going, I really just want a burger right now, you know, and I went and got a burger. So, I don't know if an Impossible Whopper could ever completely replace that for me, but I think for a majority like of my, um, you know, just fulfilling my cravings for that type of food, I could probably go to, like, an Impossible-style meat yeah, and be just fine.
0: I couldn't. Um, but I'm also, like, meat is a majority of what I eat. But yeah. I also think that, like, I don't know. I'm... I'm fine if you're if you're like trying to eat healthier and like choosing those options occasionally. I just like I have a really hard time rationalizing that that is truly what tastes best to you. Like like yeah. you're you're purposely diluting it, and obviously like I'm fine with artificial sweeteners, but like something sweetened with stevia does not taste as good as something that's not like that's something that's sweetened with something else. And I like monk fruit's fine, like sucralose is fine, like these. Artificial sweeteners are fine, but, like, nothing beats a regular donut. Nothing beats a good tortilla on a burrito. Like, I eat these um, Olay Extreme Wellness wraps. They're, like, 80 80 calories, and they're a good substitute. But I still prefer a regular old flour burrito tortilla.
1: Have you ever had a um, jackfruit? Have you ever had jackfruit, like, jackfruit barbecue? It's good. Did you enjoy that? Oh, my God. I thought it was the worst fucking thing on the planet.
0: Again, it's all about how you season it.
1: It grossed me the fuck out. I didn't. And it had been so oversold to me, like it was. It tastes just like pork. No, it doesn't taste no, just like pork. It doesn't. It you tastes have to... like sweet, nasty, mushy shit. I don't know. It was you not good.
0: Have to have to season it well for it to taste good. Well, we but... did it as
1: if it was like pulled pork, right? So it's just covered in barbecue sauce. But you have to it season it. S- to
0: me. You have to. You have. You can't just put sauce on it. Like you have to season it like you would season meat. So you have to use like. Salt, pepper, garlic powder, onion powder, paprika—like you have to season it, and then you have to put more sauce on top of it
1: right.
0: to to get it I won't to call like this replace person out by
1: name, But Carly has like a really, really good friend that I think would be the best person to have eye on as a guest for this topic because she thinks that all of the alternatives are just like so good. I don't know if she just has herself brainwashed into thinking that some of those things are just delicious, just so like you know she can eat healthier. But she is, like, one of those people that eats, like, the alternative all of the time. Like, protein this, protein that, you know, whatever, carb-free this, carb... And it's just... I don't... I've tried a few of her recipes or her suggestions, and they all gross me the fuck out. Jackie was one of them.
0: I do that, too. Like, I eat a lot of... Like, I eat low-carb tortillas. I eat low-carb bread. Low-carb bread is really one thing that I don't notice too much of a difference on. Um, like, it's, especially, like, if it's toasted, it really is not too different. Um, Kyle, I, you're gonna
1: have to expand on that in the chat and tell us why you do that because I, I don't.
0: I'm in the same boat as he, him
1: though. So Kyle in the chat said that he prefers artificial sweeteners, ten thousand percent, ten thousand um, percent. And I don't, I don't understand that because I think artificial sweeteners. I, I don't know. I think real sugar has always tasted better.
0: When it comes to drinks, sp- drinks specifically, I'm to the point where I've had like diet sodas or low carb energy drinks anything like that so frequently that if I drink like coke the the sugar literally gives me heartburn because my body is not used to having that much sugar like and it just tastes like so sweet that said artificial sweeteners can get tricky especially if you're eating something sweet with it because it changes the way that your body receives the artificial sweetener and then it can taste kind of gross um like, I not know, I just know I, that,
1: like, I, you know, there's a whole, like, movement amongst soda companies that to go back to raw, real sugars, because there was such a a taste difference that people actually preferred that, um, and they went back to it, which I, I guess I shouldn't say that that was really a movement, per se, because I think that kind of fell off, actually. I think people yeah. just kind of tolerated artificial sweeteners because it was cheaper, because they were charging a premium to give you real sugar, which was kind of bullshit.
0: I, I get that. So, he said, I don't like sugar because it doesn't dissolve. I get that in, like, tea... Iced tea, I definitely prefer my iced tea with with um, sweet and low to sugar. Uh,
1: you'd be a disappointment to everybody in the South.
0: I also love sweet tea, so Southerners don't take that the wrong way. Um,
1: I was gonna say, I thought you were gonna say Southerners are wrong about sweet tea, and I'm no, no, gonna no, hang no, up no, the fucking call. No, nope. because <laughs> nobody does it better than the South.
0: No, absolutely not. the The best sweet tea I've ever had is all has been when I've been in the South. And, like, random restaurants, too. It's never your, like, like Milo's Sweet Tea. That's, like, become kind of a national thing now. I think they've started to distribute it all around the country. Yeah. And it's good, but it's, like, the mom-and-pop places. Theirs hits different.
1: Well, it's funny because, like, if you go to, you know, anywhere in the north and you ask for a sweet tea, they'll give you an unsweetened tea and, like, a couple of fucking packets of, like, Splenda. And you're like, yeah. what the fuck is I'm this? I'm fine with that. And you go down south and you ask for, like, an unsweetened tea, and they're like you're a you okay animal get out of here yeah they're like <laughs> they like
0: they lean over the table they're like is everything okay at home like is everything all right
1: dude speak of the devil i went to a chick-fil-a i'm in the south right now and i went to a chick-fil-a recently and their sweet tea is good oh my god it's good
0: <laughs> i don't think i've ever gotten tea from and it tastes different Chick-fil-A. than
1: sweet tea in the north 100 i'm sure of Chick-fil-A. it A sweet tea
0: i believe it i, I don't different. I don't disagree with they you. They add
1: there. like an extra cup cup or two yeah, of I was sugar gonna say. or something I don't know, there's four
0: extra good. cups of sugar in there. Um probably but is. but yeah, I just wanted to get your opinion on that just cuz I've been seeing a lot on TikTok recently and I think people have just like chosen that like they've kind of forced themselves to quote unquote prefer that style of eating because they're so focused on their life, but I'm all, I'm very much the advocate of I'd rather have a real asperito and then just have like plain chicken breast earlier in the day so that i can have the the giant ass burrito later on like yeah. it's all about balance you shouldn't exclusively be eating healthy foods just because this is an important question and the answer is the question is spicy chicken sandwich or regular chick-fil-a sandwich and the que- the answer is always spicy always i will never not order a spice if i if i have the choice of spicy and not spicy for something i will always pick spicy
1: I went to a Chick-fil-A here, by the way, and their numbers system is different for whatever reason than every other Chick-fil-A, because I always get a number two, no tomato, which is your spicy chicken sandwich, no tomato, because I fucking hate tomato. And here, it was like a number 10. I was like, what the fuck are you guys doing down here, you crazy people? Respect. But, spicy always.
0: Boy degrees, that's what we were hoping to hear. Always spicy. Spicy's always the way to go. That's just life. I will always take a spicier hot sauce. I will always take a spicier salsa. Always spicy. There's a
1: a limit for me.
0: Nope, there's not Um, for me.
1: But it's not like a limit that I want to impose on myself. It's just I get the hot hiccups. And if I get the hot hiccups, I can't enjoy food. Like I have a bite of something that's too hot for my stomach to handle. And my stomach is just like, whoop, whoop. No. I get that. Which is terrible.
0: But yeah, I just wanted to talk about it. So we talked about it. Are you done with your first beer?
1: uh yeah i think i have like some crumblies in here yeah uh it's a this is a tough one but i'm gonna give it a seven four seven four because i like that i thought what i would rate it good and i believe you that this is probably like a very easy grab this off the shelf drink at any time it's pretty freaking um it's pretty good if you were gonna set a standard for like a stout that being said i've had a lot better so I won't put it into the eights, but it is good.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's again, it's one of it's a nationally available one. It's always going to be not as great as some of like the the more niche ones. Um, if you
1: like bourbon stouts or bourbon aged stouts or whatever, too, it, it that's definitely it's it's good. Yeah, it, it.
0: it it's definitely it's good, but it's not it's nowhere near the top tier. If that's somebody's favorite stout, I've
1: got questions. Um, Boyd, I think Chick Fil A does have spicy nuggets. I regionally, could be wrong, but I feel like I've seen those before.
0: I think so, it's regionally, like certain locations have them, certain yeah. ones don't. I, I know they have they spicy have strips. I don't know about the nuggets. I know about the strips.
1: I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I've seen those at Tucson before.
0: I believe you. I haven't seen them up here in Illinois. Um. All right, so I'm going to give mine, Kyle. This is a sour that you could drink. It's nope. not. It's not sour. It was very, uh, very good. It was creamy, It was, it was, but it had like the taste of pineapple too. I think <laughs> you could drink it.
1: <laughs> I went to my aunt's house recently and she was drinking a, I don't even think it was a stout, but it said on there like a slightly sour beer or something like that. Uh, and I almost threw up just thinking about taking a sip. Like I would I, never, I don't fuck around with sours. If
0: I poured you this and told you it was like a shandy, I think you wouldn't notice that it was sour. Like it's it's then
1: it's not a sour, but it is. A sour is so unappealing to me that it's not even funny.
0: I've got some good ones for you, but um, to me this was a seven eight. I'm gonna give that a seven, strong eight. score. This is a very this would be a very good by the pool
1: beer. Okay.
0: All right. What's your second beer before we hop into your second topic?
1: My second beer is the Lexington Brewing and Distilling Company. Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Ale established in 1999
0: you love to see it
1: Love to I,
0: see it. I am drinking weldworks brewing co their blueberry cobbler <laughs> berliner and sour wheat ale uh, which is brewed with blueberry vanilla milk sugar and graham cracker so i'm again very intrigued this one's lower alcohol content though it's only 4.8 percent. so I'm, i always get worried about the flavors shining through when the
1: alcohol is low sometimes i hear your flavor combinations and think man that sounds really good and then you add the word sour onto the end of it and i'm like man that sounds really gross
0: yeah i could pro but that's what i'm saying though a lot of these quote unquote sours that get enough flavor added into them if i didn't tell you it was a sour i don't think you would know it was
1: i just don't understand the appeal of a beer being sour
0: you like sour if candy? it's not
1: sour then why call it a sour i love sour candy but i'm not drinking sour but candy's candy.
0: supposed to be sweet Beers are supposed to taste like beer, but they can also be kind of sour.
1: I don't know, dude. That's like, do you drink sour milk?
0: That's different. Sour milk is spoiled.
1: (laughs) I don't know, dude. I just... But, like,
0: you've had a a skunked beer, right? Yeah. Skunked beer is what bad beer... Like, when beer goes bad. Sour milk is, like, when milk goes bad.
1: No, because, like, think about Estella. Estella is supposed to taste skunky, and it's delicious.
0: It's not supposed to, That's just... Stella's skunk easily. That's my hot take. Stella's no, overrated. Stella, it's
1: supposed to taste skunk.
0: No, it's not. It's not supposed to taste skunk. You skunky. could have the
1: freshest Stella in the world, and it's going to be skunky.
0: That's just shit beer, then. I don't like it's Stella. A that's a hot take. I don't like, I Stella. like Stella. I used to like Stella, and then I had other beers. Um, there's actually a really funny story. When we were at a bar one time for my friend's birthday, I ordered a Stella, and then the guy sitting next to me goes, oh, that sounds really good. I'll take a Stella, too. And, he was, and then the bartender had to be like, oh, that was actually our last one. And then he, so he got whatever. And then after the cell, I knew it was the last one. So I was like, eh, fuck it. I'm not like I need to drive. So I'm not going to drink a ton. I was like, I'll take a Mick Ultra. And the guy next to me goes, oh, actually, that sounds really good, too. I'll take a Mick Ultra. And it was the last Mick Ultra, too. <laughs> so it's just like this guy's like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Like he ordered two straight beers copying me. And he couldn't have either of them.
1: Dude, there's a guy that I'm with right now for work. And we've gone to you know we've gone out to dinner a few times uh food availability here is kind of shitty but we've gone out to eat a couple of times now and uh each time that we've gone out to eat he's tried to order a beer and every single time they're like we're out of that one and he's like okay can i have this one they're like we're out of that one too and it takes three or four tries him to find a beer that's like not out I think that's just a product of regionality, but it hasn't happened to anybody, but this one person It's fucking hilarious.
0: Like I'm definitely, I'm an advocate of just like ordering whatever you drink normally, because the chances of that happening are slim to none of like constantly getting the, like ordering two or three things and then being out of it. Cause I hate being being the guy who's like, what's on, what do you have on tap knowing damn well that I'm not like, I'm barely drinking that night. I'm just going to order a a Miller light, Coors light, bud light, like that. I know that you have on tap, like, so but that's in that guy's case i would start just being like what do you have like
1: all right well anyway because of all these conversations this is going to segue perfectly uh and jake thank you for the inspiration for this earlier but i would like to know what is your favorite type slash brand of energy drink but more specifically i want to know what flavor and why
0: okay you uh you told me to warn you about if you have talked about this on the podcast at this point you have not so you okay. did a good job well there. this is
1: a different topic you inspired a new topic the oh. other one I might or might not have talked about this is
0: different. oh okay gotcha never mind um yeah definitely be more likely that I would talk about energy drinks in a normal scenario than you anyway um, the only reason
1: this is inspiration to based on what you said is because I had one today that was delicious and I'll talk about it in a second
0: I'm now curious if I'm if I'm talking if I'm ignoring the caffeine component because normally I just grab the ones that are like higher caffeine because I'm addicted to caffeine. It's a problem. I need help. Um, if I'm going purely off of flavor, it's the 3D energy drinks, specifically their green one, which is a lemon lime. It tastes like diet, like a better version of diet Mountain Dew. Like if diet Mountain Dew tasted good, because I think diet Mountain Dew tastes like ass. It's one of the few diets that I hate. But it's like it's it's very. It tastes like a good lemon lime soda it's like 200 milligrams of caffeine so it's still good but not not like you know some of them get like three four hundred milligrams of caffeine but it's in
1: a coffee i don't ever remember
0: a, a standard cup of coffee i want to say is like 75 to 80 milligrams of caffeine you
1: keep talking i'll look it up
0: um i'm pretty sure it's 75 to 80 my math normally checks out there but yeah the 3d energy drinks have been some of my favorite tasting wrong with... but
1: nice try
0: i don't think that's right i feel like that's on, anyway a, like a, a light roast um but yeah, it's though the 3D ones have been my favorites, like those, but they're more expensive. Um, mostly because they're tied to like a fitness influencer, Christian Guzman. He's the one who owns the company. Um, so inherently, they're a little bit more expensive, but they're not as expensive as they, as they used to be because they're kind of more nationally available now. Um, those have always been some of my favorites. Uh, Rain has some really good flavors, specifically, I love their Orange Dreamsicle one. Um, that one's my hands down favorite. The white gummy bear that they have is also really good. Um, I still will always enjoy the regular monster ultras, the white one, the, like the green one. No, no, no. The, like the when zero you say regular monster. That's what I think. No, it's like the, like the, the most common the white one. Can? Yeah. The white can that, so right. I, I do like that flavor a ton. Um, I prefer they have a, a light blue version of that same one, which is like a mango sure. flavor, which is really good. And then they have the Rosa, which is kind of like, more of like a grapefruity, fruit punch mix kind of thing. Those are really good too. Those would probably be my top three. There are other energy drinks that I think have like singular good flavors, but like those three brands of energy drink, most of their flavors are good. Like, the like rockstar has a, fr- a fruit punch ones uh, pure like the fruit punch rockstar pure zero is really good um they also have a blueberry one that i used to really like but the more i drink it the more shitty it tastes um so those have always been good um I'm, adrenaline shock or adrenal shock whichever whatever the name is those are out there those are have a couple good flavors
1: yeah. You're definitely like a, much more of an expert on this than I am. I drink way um,
0: too many energy drinks.
1: I don't usually, I'm a big coffee biatch. Yes, you I are. love coffee. So I don't really fuck with energy drinks that often. Uh, and I used to a little bit more when I was younger, but I will say that, um, I'm kind of a, you know, kind of basic, I guess when it comes to energy drinks and that I, I white monsters, I do agree. Those are pretty good. Uh, that's usually regularly available at where I work. So I get those yeah. frequently cause I can just buy them at work. Um, but that's only you know rarely still because I don't drink energy drinks that often. But that being said, in the past, one of my favorites has always been the lemonade Rockstar that they have, or like Rockstar plus lemonade. It's called like a uh, recover, I think. Is what it's yeah, called. it's one of the recovery ones. It's,
0: it's like a, like Monster's rehab line.
1: Yeah, because it's supposed to like hydrate you or whatever at the same yeah. time. uh That being said, Red Bull Tropical. So I have a tendency to favor the yellow cans apparently because the rocks are one with lemonade's yellow but also red bull tropical in a yellow can delicious
0: yes i that's one that's my favorite like if i'm getting a vodka red bull and they i always hope that they ask me what red bull because i want it to yeah. be that one it's yeah the blueberry one is also good but the the tropical is the blueberry. best one
1: but that being said jake tell me your opinion before i get into my next part of this about bang
0: Bang has some flavors that I do really, really enjoy. They also have some of the most disgusting flavors that I've ever put in my mouth in my entire life, and there's no in between with me anyway. I either love the flavor or I like I can't palate it. Like yeah. their their black cherry vanilla is really good. The cherry limeade is good. They had a guava pear. I don't know if that one's still around, but that one was really good. And now need to pull up a list of bang flavors because, well, I worked at GNC and we carried bangs because that was like the first like pre-workout energy drink that came out. Um, so I've had pretty much every flavor.
1: I have pretty much judged the bang movement since the beginning. I've always thought it was kind of stupid, overhyped, and I never really tried that many, but I did have a pina colada one that was pretty good, but that's not what I'm here to yeah. talk about. I'm a big pina colada person. If I haven't talked about that before, I fucking love pina coladas and coconut flavor. And so when it comes to that, like it's probably not that hard to get me on board for a pina colada anything. And I think the pina colada bang was pretty decent. But today, I was at work. I'm feeling a little drained. I hate bang. I talk shit about bang. I open the fridge at work where they sell some energy drinks. And the only thing that they have is bang i'm like god damn it i hate bang but i'm tired i don't have any coffee i kind of pick me up and so i'm like what am i gonna have and i'm flipping through the flavors you know and i see key lime pie and i'm like what the fuck is that how can you have a key lime pie flavored energy drink so i pull it out I buy it take go back to my room where i'm like working for the day pop that bad boy open take a sip and i was like that was kind of strange. I got to take another sip of that. Take another sip. And I was like, that is strangely delicious. Yeah. Holy shit. I really like this. Key lime pie bang. Fucking good.
0: Can't say I've had that one. Um, but I it pulled is- up, I pulled up uh, PepsiCo's website and uh, saw that one. Pepsi bought out
1: bang? I didn't know that.
0: Apparently. I didn't know it either. But um, they have a couple flavors on here that I'm intrigued to try. The Miami Cola. I feel like most cola flavored things normally turn out okay. Like, I um, think
1: cola sounds like it'd be like a rum and coke to me.
0: <laughs> that's kind of what I'm wondering. I wonder. I want to see like a flavor profile on this, um, but like, most cola flavored things turn out okay. Like, uh, no explode and no explode. They had that brand BSN Nutrition had a cola flavored BCAA which was really good. Um,
1: My buddy always used to joke because we would take no explode um, pre workout and it was like no explode is like the worst possible name for that because you'd have explosive shits after taking no explode (laughs) fucking pre-workout so we always laughed about that but anyway that's just a tidbit that you didn't ask for today
0: i respect it though miami cola is a cola oh i just lost it shit
1: Um, uncle kyle says miami cola is disgusting
0: is nasty as fuck ah you know what you're probably right it's a cola with hints of orange and cherry some describe it as being similar to a really sweet root beer or cream soda. I'm I'm just more intrigued now. I wanna try it. Um Have you ever gu- had
1: not your father's root beer by the way?
0: Yes I have. Delicious.
1: That shit made me want to throw up. It was way too sweet. That's what that describes. I could me also
0: agree with that. When I was drinking that, that's when I was very much in my like just I want sweet alcohol and nothing else.
1: Oh my god, it made me want to throw up. But anyway. The-
0: the ghost energy drinks, I have heard. Ghost flavor in general, they're one of my favorite brands when it comes to how, heard like, those are good too. how they yeah. flavor their products. I've heard really good things about them. The problem is by by where I live, the only way I can get those is going to a GNC or like a yeah. uh, vitamin shop or anything like that. And there's just not yep. one close to me anymore. Um, so I haven't really tried any of their flavors. But I, I very much want to. I've heard their orange dream sickle is like infinitely better than the rain one which is a very high bar for me because rain orange dream sickle is probably my goat my goat energy to
1: try these sometime but we're running out of time we have less than nine minutes remaining so jake we need to get to your second topic
0: oh that's well luckily for you my last topic is pretty pretty simple kyle what's your opinion on celebrity alcohol
1: uh, like a celebrity-produced alcohol?
0: Yes. Have you I had any? Tried one. You probably have without realizing it. But Throw a couple of big ones out at me. Uh, Ciroc.
1: Uh, I've had Ciroc vodka before,
0: yeah. That is P Diddy's vodka line. Um, that was okay. I have a bottle of it right there. Casamigos tequila. I haven't had
1: that.
0: That is George Clooney's. Um, that's the Reposado. I got it for free. Don't uh, don't clown me, people, for overpaying for shitty alcohol. Um, I know
1: people. Um, there's, I feel like there's quite a few celebrity tequilas now that you mentioned. There
0: are. Kendall Jenner has one. Um, George Strait has one that's supposedly really good. Um, I got. Which one is that?
1: I feel like I stick to pretty conventional brands of alcohol. Codio,
0: C O D I G O, so
1: is George I Strait's. I haven't tequila. tried a majority of these. To be completely honest.
0: The reason I wanted to ask right is because it has such a negative connotation behind it, and. I think where people get caught up is especially with the tequila, just because tequila is getting, like, farther and farther away of what tequila originally was. Um, tequila, yeah. Like, modern tequila has a ton of additives, added flavors, sweeteners. It's
1: like kind of weird a, for, like, a celebrity white dude to make a tequila, too, which has yeah. definitely happened before. So, yeah, I don't disagree that that's a little bit off the rails. So.
0: That's, like, all of them. Like, gotcha. that's most celebrity, celebrity alcohol anymore. Like, the only – like, really – P. Diddy has the vodka with Sirac. Um Drake has Virginia Black, which is a whiskey that is it sucks. Um I'll admit that one sucks. And then you have, have like you had
1: Connor McGregor's at all? It's
0: fine. It's like super sweet Jameson.
1: I haven't had it before, but all I can ever remember is when he punched that guy in the face in that bar for not wanting to try his whiskey.
0: I was gonna say I've got a bottle of it right over there too. I have a couple bottles of celebrities. Yes, but I don't blame the guy for not wanting to try. It's not that good. It's not worth.
1: Yeah, Connor's just like you're gonna take a shot of my whiskey. And he's like, dude, I don't really want that. And he's like, fuck you. You know. Well, especially
0: like, not to go off on a tangent, but like in some of those places, like in Ireland or Scotland, like people get really attached to what they like because regionally things can be so different. Yeah. And his is a very much a it's a mass produced whiskey that's meant to appeal to a lot of people and it's sell a, bowl, a lot. Again? Uh, proper record. Twelve
1: proper 12 that's
0: right and it's again it's fine like there's nothing offensive about it it's a super sweet version of jameson that's it's like cotton candy jameson
1: that sounds like i would hate it to be honest
0: you probably would
1: it's i love jameson and i would not want it to be a sweet
0: yeah if you like jameson you won't like proper 12 that's basically how i'll put it um but like i think a lot of alcohol that is attached to a celebrity gets knocked just because it's attached to a celebrity and that's where i think yeah. people go wrong because i've had a lot th- i've had a lot of like celebrity whiskeys that are really good like um eric clapton has uh oh heaven's Uncle door Paolo whiskey on the
1: chat i have had aviator gin and yes. it is good and i hate gin
0: i've seen a lot of gin people say that it's very good which is yeah it, it that's saying something cuz gin people are already crazy um yeah. but they're even crazier about like
1: just fucking
0: gross. I agree. The
1: aviator was not terrible.
0: You know Ryan, um, Ryan Knoll in our fantasy leagues. Mm-hmm. Um, I, do. I I was at his house last Friday, and his girlfriend was gin, drinking gin and cranberry juice, and I was just like, "Salute to you, pine I,
1: tree cranberry."
0: I could see Yikes. it. Like it kind of makes sense. Maybe
1: at Christmas. That sounds like a Christmassy thing, right? Yeah, I could. Like cranberry I, I could.
0: And pine. I I at least thought about trying it. I didn't. Um, we were drinking expensive whiskey that he had that he got for free, which was great. Um, nice. but I think a lot of celebrity alcohol gets knocked too much just because the celebrity's tied to it. So people assume it's meant to make money, which it That's is probably to an very extent
1: particular to a shitty or not shitty celebrity though, too. Like Ryan Reynolds seems like a pretty stand-up guy. I'll yep. drink his booze. There's a lot of other celebrities that'd be like, mm, you're a piece of shit. I don't want to drink your booze.
0: Yeah. Like, um, Oh, so I, I'm going to so Kendall Jenner's tequila, which is 818 tequila. I've heard it's from tequila people that it's terrible, um, which I'm going to choose to believe. Um, I've had Long Branch, which is made by Wild Turkey, but it's Matthew McConaughey's whiskey, which it's actually pretty right. good. Um, I don't
1: like Wild Turkey, so I don't know if I'd like that. But yeah,
0: uh, Bob Dylan has Heaven's Door whiskey, which I do think is very good. Of course he
1: has Heaven's Door. <laughs>
0: um, let's see what else. Um, oh, uh, Nick Offerman has his own Lagavulin, which is like a a I smoky Scotch. It's very. It's honestly the. It's probably the best celebrity tequila in like sticking true to what that style of whiskey or celebrity alcohol, in sticking to that style of alcohol. Okay. Ron White has I a actually, tequila. I think I I'd don't believe like that.
1: Scotch, but I do like really. Is that what he was just saying? Uh, but anyway, uh, no, like no,
0: some... that's uh. Ron, not Ron Burgundy, um, Nick Offerman is not Ron White. Ron White's a comedian.
1: Uh, oh yes. Uh, I think you are right. I think Ron White does have. Anyway, um, I do like smoky whiskeys. I don't like scotch, so I don't know if I would like that or not.
0: I think uh, it's worth a try. Worst case, like if you see it somewhere, I wouldn't go out and buy a bottle of it. Um, F &F and vodka, 50 cent has F and vodka, which I think is pretty good. The black cherry one's really solid if you put it in Coke.
1: I, don't, I haven't drank a flavored vodka since I was in college, so I can't yeah, really relate.
0: I got to admit, it's been a while since I've had it, too. Um, Post Malone has a wine.
1: That can't be good. It's a
0: rosé. I'm intrigued now. I kind of want to try it. I bet that dude
1: it. fucking mass produces, like, toilet wine. Um, I can't relate.
0: Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, has Terramana tequila, which I've never had, I've but never I've heard it. I've heard decent things about it. Um, See, I haven't
1: tried most of these, so I'm not surprised that I don't have much of an opinion here.
0: Apparently brown sugar bourbon is Jamie Foxx's brand. Did not know that. I have had, had brown sugar bourbon. It's pretty solid, a little too sweet for me, but not my favorite, but it's not terrible. But yeah, like there's a lot of celebrity alcohol, and that's really what I like. I just wanted to like get your opinion on it if you had one, just because I feel like so many people just knock an alcohol because of celebrities attached to it. And I think in in a lot of cases, that's correct. But I also, I mean,
1: I think the big thing to notice here is that like a celebrity isn't producing this themselves. They're just like, I want to get into the booze industry. And then they hire some company to produce that for them. And then they sell it with their name on it. So it's not like, you know, Jamie Foxx or Matthew McConaughey are going to the distillery and making this, right? right? Like they hired some third party to to make this for them. So I wouldn't judge it just based on the name for the most part. That being said, though, if you're a shitty celebrity, I'm probably not going to buy your booze.
0: Yeah. But also, I think the good celebrity booze are the situations where they actually do go to the distillers and they sample and they, they make like they make the choice on the flavor as opposed to the company yeah, doing they it. they should
1: definitely be testing it. I'm just saying that they're not, like, fucking producing it, you know? It's not like they're... Yeah, they're, like, they're not brewing it out of, of their backyard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then you have to throw in Pink Whitney, which is delicious.
1: Have I tried it? I can't remember if I've tried that or not. I don't think I have. I've just heard you talk about it a lot, but I don't think I've actually had it.
0: Well, you should, because if you like pink lemonade, it's delicious.
1: But we're out of time. So thank you for that topic. It was a great topic.
0: I'm going to let you finish, but real quick, what's your, your score on your final beer? Before, Because we always um, forget the second beer. We do. I, do n- I don't have your is, score from last week's second beer.
1: This one's a 6.6. It's worse, but it's fine.
0: I like it. Mine is also worse, but it's also still good. I'm going to give it a 7-1. Nice. But it's interesting. It doesn't taste like, again, it's not really super sour. It's got like a spicy component to it, that like which is like the graham cracker, kind of giving it like a, a bready taste to it, which I enjoy.
1: We're going to give the people what they want. They want one-hour podcasts. We're ending there. Thanks for coming. It's been a great podcast with you guys. These are some fun topics. Kept it chill, kept it light kept a good time uh thanks for everybody for joining in and listening in you can find us on the social medias at number two abg husbands on most of the podcasts that are sorry most of the platforms out there uh instagram and twitter we are number two abg husbands and then on facebook i think you can spell it all the way out and get on there uh otherwise you can just get in our link tree and find all of our social media there we keep saying we're going to get back into the discord we've been failing to do that we will do that eventually i promise um especially if there's a desire for it so if you want us in the discord and you want to be able to chat with us in discord as opposed to youtube please let us know and we'll hop in there too other than that you can find jake uh on twitter at, at perry underscore ff you can find me at kyle and Herson. uh and that's all i got thanks for coming it's been fun it's been real it's been a great time jake close us out
0: As always, thank you all for joining us. Kyle already covered most of the important parts. Thank you all for tuning in. If there is anything that you want to see us talk about on the podcast, we are always open to suggestions. We will do themed episodes as well. If you want to hear us talk about a a specific thing for an hour, I I can't promise it's going to be just that. We're going to go off on nine different tangents inherently. It's just what we do. But as always, thank you all for tuning in. We will see you all next time. And as always, don't forget to tell somebody you love them. Peace. Peace.